Not even, no. We're all done. Any hoodle. Any hoodle, you guys, you kids ready? Ready. Do you know what we're talking about Cheers. today? Cheers. No. <laughs> I have to really get in podcast mode because I'm in like weekend mode. I know, same. And it's like Thursday we're afternoon. In the, we're in the sun. Shout out to Crooked Cam because the, it looks beautiful out here. Yeah, it is we're, beautiful. We're, at we're at in Crooked Hilliard, Cam. Ohio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're in weekend mode. We're in weekend mode. It's Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Whatever Tim has to eat looks amazing. You doing the pot stickers over there? What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, that looks That's good. That's good options. Uh, There's not a bad option. I kind of wanted those, but then there was my, I don't want carbs. And you also get homemade pasta from Kelly today. It's the best day. It's a good day. And and you get a Scarlet Laftastic Extravaganza audience. With a special guest, apparently. With a special guest. It's going to be... I don't know how many, how many podcast recordings have you been to in your life, Tim? I can't say that I've been to any. Okay, so this is number one. The second <laughs> one will be later tonight. It'll. I don't know if you if you're gonna go to any others forever, but tonight's will be the best thing that you've ever seen. You're live. really like hyping. He this has up. hyped it up so, so I, much. Is All it gonna be even. Rachel? Am I gonna meet her in person for the very first time? No. It's somebody would, that owns a coffee shop. I would literally it's a, cry it, if it I was would, Rachel. I would this too. Is, so the the guest is a coffee shop purveyor. His name is Frank. Hi, Frank. Is it really? It is. Oh, okay, so we're allowed to know the name. Yep. What kind of coffee? I'm sorry. I got I, my mic seems weird. I mean, coffee. But like, what coffee shop? I can't tell you that. That's classified information. Yeah, it's a whole Whatever. thing. Okay. It's a whole thing. Anyway. Any hoodles? Let's do this. <laughs> we're on weekend mode. Okay. All right. Ahem. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> That was a really sad. It's our own sound effect. What are they called? Vivuzela? What? Vivuzela? Oh, no. is that how you say it? Yeah, I was just thinking like the like the hip hop. Boo, 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 like lasers. Minuscule. <laughs> Minuscule. Oh boy. This is gonna be a weird one, everybody. No. Thanks for listening. I'm gonna mispronounce 50 words. Okay. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode of Oh Here's a Little Marketing for You. I'm Ellie Hicks. I'm Ellen Circo. And I'm John Young. Hooray, we are recording. Why do you guys live. give me that look every time I say my name? From, you just sound so I don't know, it's just awkward. Like annoyed how, how every sh- time you say it. How should I say it? How should I say my own name, ladies? And I'm John Young. And I'm John Young. And I'm John like there you go. All right. I like that. Right. Then I'm John Young. I'm John Young. I'm trying to do my radio voice. And I'm John Young. That's a good one, yeah. Thank yeah, you. that was a good one. All okay. Right. We're live together. We're all together. It's true. In Hilliard, Ohio at Crooked Can brewery yep on the patio it's beautiful weather it is it's amazing um so we're back with another episode and we are going to continue our conversation that we were having about our uh, website process our website kickoff um, process so um i think last time we talked a little bit about uh how we kind of get the process started when you're interested in and getting a new website or redoing a website um, we talked about what it looks like with our discovery call, how we kind of get all of the information from you. Um, but true. we didn't really talk about what it looks like when we're actually, you know, proposal is signed or accepted and we're actually kicking your project off. So that's what we're going to do today. Um, very exciting. So, yeah. So if I can. Yeah. Jump in. Um, the reason that we wanted to do a part two is because we have realized that this process is something that unless you've built a website before with us you probably have no idea what to expect and people do better regularly when they know what to expect in a situation or in a process especially when they're you know paying a lot of money for it um not so, a lot of money well a reasonable amount of money Can a we reasonable say that? amount of money but 
you know, it's an investment for your business or organization. So, you know, you like to know what to expect Correct. from the process. Correct. So that's kind of why we wanted to talk you through this. And again, keep in mind, this is the way that Shout Out Design does this process. And I would say that, you know, bare bones, it probably matches a lot of what other web design developers and marketers do. Um, but keep in mind that like some of the specifics might just be what Shout Out Design does. So just that little caveat. Also, yeah, keep on wanting to do this. Don't I do know, that. me too. You can, you can hear all I know. of that. I know, so I know. I get these are conversations I have to have with Scarlett on a weekly basis. Like, I can't help don't it. do, so don't fun. do, don't do this, don't do this. I've also realized that I don't look you guys in the eye when we record these on when I'm remote. Who do you? Do you look I keep at, on wanting to look, look over yourself? here to nobody. Yeah. No, I don't no. look at anything. Me either. Oh, okay. I look at my wall. The time. I just I, I like look up. Yeah. You don't make eye contact with the little us bubbles. No. Really? Nope. Do you do that like for all? Zoom calls and yes. stuff? Yes, all Zoom calls. Yeah, I never I, look at my client. I look into the void. Yeah, wow. Same. Yeah. Which looks like, really ridiculous because I'm not looking at the camera. I'm not looking at my client. I'm not even looking at my nose You look at the, the camera time. a lot. Do I? Yeah. Because like, you're making eye contact with me a lot, and I feel I feel invaded. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Ellie's looking into my soul. Yeah. Like, I try to like... I, try I like, to, like to speak directly at you when you I'm do. like, hey, oh, yeah. John, did you get that task yeah, done? Yeah. And I didn't. <laughs> the answer is no, I didn't. It's still in progress. But it's, it's funny, like, I try to like position my camera on my screen so like you guys are like behind the camera. So like I'm looking yeah. at you, but in my camera. So it looks mm -hmm. like I'm looking at you. No. But apparently I'm the only one that puts that level of thought into it. Well, I hate... I'm not very good at eye contact anyway. Same I'm when I'm talking to when it's I'm listening. Worse because I work from home. Yes. So like when I'm talking to people, I'm that person that's kind of like looking above your head, like out into space, and I'm like, I got to get better at that. Yeah. But like when I'm listening to you, eye contact. But when yeah. I start to speak, it's like. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. Do you make eye contact with Lola? Always. Okay. I do because that's how you assert your dominance over a cat. She's my best friend. So. I heard this the other day, and I don't know if it's true. When a, when a, when you have a dog, okay, yep. dog's pooping, and the dog makes eye contact with you, it's because the dog sees you as their protector. Their, their protector. Yeah, I've never heard that before. I've, I've, huh. I've never had a dog either. I heard that too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I do know that when cats like lay down and they face away from you to not be offended. It's trash cans. Because, I thought there was. Oh, a that was an airplane. I, I thought Tiananmen like, Square was getting happening behind us, but it's just trash cans. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was an airplane. Yeah. Um, but if a if a cat lays down and faces away from you, you shouldn't be offended because it means that like they trust you wholeheartedly, so they don't feel the need to like defend themselves against you. So, so that's why I, cats turn away from you. So when it's Oscar does know. it and I grab his grab his rear end, that's you know ruining his trust. Is that what you're saying? Probably, probably a little bit. All yeah, right. that's probably why he poops on the floor. All right. Anywho, good to know. All right, Anywho. are we talking about websites? What yeah. are we talking about? Yeah, All right. yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ellen. Get <laughs> us back on track. Yeah. So we want to pick up where we left off. If you haven't listened to the first part of this episode, we talk about kind of what you should have in mind before you even meet with a website company, um, what you can expect from most website companies' discovery meetings, and then um, everything that we will need answers to in order to create a proposal for you. Um, and then we kind of ended at, you have the proposal, now what? Yeah. Yeah, so we, we have built a proposal for you based on what we talked about in our discovery call. And now we're going to set up, we, we've built the proposal, sent it to you. Um, at this point, you have accepted the proposal, whether you had questions about it or we needed to make changes. But we're going to move on to the kickoff meeting. Mm -hmm. This is when we're actually going to kick your project off, start building your website, start getting everything in place. So we've received your proposal. Um, we have set a goal date to be live with your website. 
and we've given you that timeline like we talked about it's very important that you know we communicate what's going to be possible with what we're going to be able to give to you but also what you're going to be able to provide back to us in terms of getting our questions answered for your website getting us content that you want on there pictures whatever it might be um can i pause you yes can we talk about timelines a little bit more because i think that there's a lot of differing expectations before we actually meet with a client on how long it takes to build a website um so there are a lot of factors like ellie was saying that go into how long it's going to take for us to build your website i would say right now we're operating on like a 14 to 16 week lead time seems reasonable yeah um and but that like Ellie was saying, that determine, that's determinant on a lot of things. The most important one is the content process. Um, so that's one of the things we'll talk about in the kickoff meeting of what you want the content process to be, how involved you want us to be in that process. Some people, they know what content they want um, and they just want us to build a website around it. Some people, they don't know where to start or they have an existing site and they don't know how to update it. Um, but that, that content process ends up taking, I would say, like the majority of that like 14 to 16 weeks. Um, and then the back and forth is also what kind of takes a long time. So I think sometimes we get clients that they think um, that their website, like they sign the, the proposal and their website can be built in like four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's possible for companies that operate off of, okay, you're going to choose from these two to three templates, regardless of the content you have or the audience that you have. But yeah. we don't build off of templates at Shoutout Design. We build a website around the content that you provide to speak to your audience. Um, so to create something that's that customized is going to take a longer time. So I just think that's like one of the expectations that I'd like to set is that we don't we don't work off templates. It's going to take a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's really important. So this kickoff meeting, we're going to be talking about what content specifically you want on your website. Now, whether we are writing that content or that's something that you want to provide to us, that's going to also kind of determine that timeline. Um, But once we know kind of what you want on your website and what your goals are with your website, that's going to help us know, okay, what is the website actually going to look like? How are we going to build it? And how long is it going to actually take? Um, And I think it's worth just reiterating. If, If this is a process that you've decided, okay, you want to be, the client kind of wants to be in charge of, creating the content they, they know exactly what they want they know the words that they want and they're going to provide that to us if we say okay this is going to take 14 weeks to build okay if you if you're taking longer than expected to get us the content that you want that pushes the timeline back a little bit mm-hmm. and i think that's important to note um, because we build that into our quotes of okay if you can get us our con- your content by you know this date that's what we need to have your website live by the following date um and if the longer that that gets pushed back the longer your go live date gets pushed back so something else to keep in mind is in the previous episode for uh this topic we talked about in the discovery meeting making sure that you have the decision makers in the call um to ask any questions mm-hmm. that they have in the kickoff meeting it's really important and also in the discovery meeting that you have the people on your team that are actually going to be working with us involved in the process at this point and understanding what their expectations are. Mm -hmm. So we've had a few projects throughout the years where um, a higher up is the one that met with us and then signed the proposal and then they passed off the project to somebody else who on their team who didn't necessarily know what they were getting themselves into and then that holds up the process for a really long time because no fault of that person, they didn't know that this was now going to be something that was on their 
task list and it's it can be a pretty big task yeah. depending on how involved your company wants to be in writing the content for your site mm-hmm. um, so making sure making sure that you have set expectations with your entire team before you get too much into the process with us is also really important mm-hmm. absolutely I think another big thing too is when we are in our kickoff meeting be as specific as possible with what it is you want on your site um, when we're building your site we like to stay within like two is it two revisions like one like we'll send you the first draft and like we'll revise revise it twice before we're starting to get into like a territory where your project is pushed way far back it's way beyond what we expected um so the more detail you can provide for us at that time the better so if you're as specific as possible with what content you want with what you want your website to look like the better it's going to be and you're not going to need to come back to us with you know five, ten revisions down the line. Um, so this is, the, like Ellen just said, this is a really good time to have the people, any decision makers and anybody that's going to have a say or be involved in what this website looks like, having them on this meeting is going to be really important. Mm-hmm. And even more important, I think, than having like set content at this point is a set expectation for the functionalities that you're looking mm-hmm. for on your website. Um because we build our proposals based on the functionality that you're looking for, um, you know, we're not going to, I don't think we've had a project where we get so far in and then they're like, I want this extra functionality. And then we're like, oh, it happens. But normally then like we say, well, this is how much oh, more hi, it's going to be. This is the first time we've heard from you, I'm watching the Justin Bieber's uh, behind us. Sorry. <laughs> <I> know, but <laughs> Justin Bieber um, game. If it gets to that, normally we explain like the um, increased investment that it's going to be and then they wait on that until like a future iteration of the site um but i think it's really important to just be very upfront with us on the functionality that you're looking for on a site because at the end of the day like i can add two or three paragraphs to a page but if you want me to integrate an entire third-party system into your site and you want us to do all this amazing um do all these amazing connections to your website but this is the first time we're hearing about it and it's the first or second time that we've sent you your website yeah The likelihood that that happens is very low, unfortunately. And I I feel like sometimes on this podcast, we can be like a little bit um, too realistic, but I'd rather be too realistic and have you know exactly what you're getting yourself into than like painting this picture of a process that doesn't actually exist. You know, like I don't want you to look at this process through rose colored glasses. I want you to know what to expect so that you can end up with a website that you actually want. Yeah. Um, Well, you can't. You know, you're you're one of our clients, someone that you know works in construction. You can't say at the end, I, I want another room right here. Like, you can't just say that yeah. without exactly. there being additional costs. Exactly. So, like, even before you two came along, I spent time revising my process over just mistakes learned time over time over again. So, we've mm-hmm. why we do the things we do is because of those things. Like, someone at the end saying, well, now I want e-commerce and I want there to be a subscription platform. Well... We didn't build it that way, and we didn't we didn't invoice you that way, and we yeah. didn't quote you that way. So, like, you know, we we got a we have a very um, clear cut talking about what you want cycle, and we even try to get into what do you want now, what are you going to want two years from now, so we can kind of set the groundwork for that. Even if it's even if it's an e commerce platform that's not necessarily live when the website goes live, just thinking about how that process is going to work, so we don't have to spend extra time when you want to do that. Mm-hmm. So because of that, our process is the way it is. And it continues to get refined. We're just having a conversation this week about how our process can continue to be better. So that two revision cycle is something that I, I took from Shiftology. 
shout outs to Dan and Emily and Marin and Melanie and all them, mm-hmm. is that if, if I give you a, if I give you a first draft that's 80 to 90% ready, the likelihood of that being pretty close is really good at this point. Like I've, I've presented enough first drafts to know that I'm going to give you something that's almost done. Like you could almost say yes to the first draft that I give you. Mm-hmm. And that makes the rest of the process easier. Now, if I give you what I was doing before I started working with them was giving the client like a 30% finished project. Like, ah, I know the pictures aren't yours. Your logo's not there and your colors aren't there and your fonts aren't there. But just like imagine with me, that mm-hmm. doesn't work because yeah. not everyone has that type Mm -hmm. of learning style. So what we tried to do is really refine that planning process, the process of actually getting the first draft done so it looks like a finished product because that makes our lives and also the client's lives a lot easier from then on out because the client might want to do 10 revision cycles because what we presented wasn't what they envisioned, but that's also wasting their time. Yeah, It's not just Mm -hmm. wasting our time, which hates me. I hate that more because it's my time. But, you know, the client also doesn't want to waste that amount of time going through revision cycles over and over and over again. Like, I want to hit it out of the park on the first draft, but I know there's going to be some paragraphs that are out of place and this font needs to be a little bigger here. And they're bringing in decision makers that weren't in the initial process, which mm-hmm. is annoying, but I, I understand. Yeah. Like, you don't want to involve the CEO until it's time to get the CEO involved. Like, I, I certainly understand that from my other walk of life. Like, it's, sometimes the CEO doesn't need to be involved in step one. He needs to be installed in, in step six. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that's all important. Um, but we, that's, what, that's why we do the way we things. That's why we do things the way we do and why we're going to continue to revise those things because we learn how our customers interact with us and how we can make their lives easier. Yeah, if I can add to that. Please do. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that, again, at least with Shouted Out Design, it's not like you have this kickoff meeting with us and then you don't hear from us again until we send you the first draft of your website. So by the time you get the first draft of your website, we have all of the content written for your website. And at the end of the day, like what we always say is we build websites around what you want to say. We don't build websites and then make you create words to fit into that because ultimately what we want you to do is to be able to connect with your audience with the words and the visuals that you want to use. Um, So you've got all of your content written and then we also send you um, a screenshot or even like a video um, recording of what your homepage looks like and how it interacts Um, because some of our some of the homepages have a little bit more functionality built into them so we actually send you the homepage first and have you tell us okay yeah are we're on the right track i like this i like the colors you used i like the fonts you used i like the button style Um, i want to use a different type of picture or something like that so what we find is that the homepage ends up kind of being like the personality setter for the rest of your website. Mm-hmm. Um, and so once we make sure that we're on the same page with your homepage, then when we, we've got your homepage done, we've got all of your content done. So by the time we send you that first draft, it's like John said, you know, pretty spot on to what you were expecting because the two biggest things about your website, you've already brought been brought into them, all of the words that are going to be there. Um, and then, you know, what the actual design is going to look like. And what I end up finding, I think I talked about this on the last episode for this topic as well is that at that point a client will see the content that we wrote and they're like oh you know what I actually like want that worded a little bit different but they already love like the functionality and the design so that's all good to go and like I said it's a lot easier to you know change a sentence structure or add a paragraph somewhere or switch out a picture than it is to completely add a fully new type of functionality or add a whole new set of pages or something like that so And then you made me compromise on that. You made me, you're the one that I came up with the idea to send, you know, a GIF format of, or a video mm-hmm. format of the homepage. Cause bef- 
two steps before that, I was just sending him the link to the dummy URL that I was making. <laughs> I was like, please only look at the homepage because the rest of it's not done. And I don't want you to look at, you promise? No, like, yeah. And then, then they're they looking lie. at other pages and they're like, well, this isn't right. I'm like, I know it's because it's not done yet. <laughs> like and I so told you, yeah. What I was doing was sending screenshots, but you're right. Like we don't build overly complicated websites because most of the websites we build don't need to be overly complicated. Like mm -hmm. we don't build complicated websites because it looks quote unquote fancy. Like we build functional websites for our clients because that's what makes the most sense. Yeah. But there is, you know, there's slider movement, there's button movement, there's, you know, uh, images you know, kind of fading Sometimes in. So it, it, like it makes that. sense to have, let the client have sense of like, this is how your, your webpage is going to kind of breathe. So I, I appreciate that you brought that in. I like that. Yeah. See, Look at me bringing thoughts. This, Look at you. This is my two and a half beer thoughts. This is how your so, website is going to breathe. Yeah. Oh. So like that, that Turn makes, that it makes sense for someone to see it. Cause not again, early John was like, you can imagine how this website's going to be. So just imagine with me, but like letting them see how it interacts without actually giving them the URL to where they see us building the website. That's the way to go. And a lot of other developers will build it, build a website locally on their machine, not on, not on a dummy URL. Mm -hmm. So the website's only local to them on their computer. And then they either uh, post it online so they could see it or send, send GIFs or video formats. We build all our websites on a dummy URL. So when it is done, it's easy for us to launch it. Mm -hmm. And it's not somewhere where someone could see it. They literally have to know this, you know, 30 character URL to be able to yeah. find it. So it's not, not findable. That's a technical term, Ellie. Findable. Not findable. <laughs> Noted. This is gonna go away. But this, that's an that's an Ellen compliment. Ellen's brought in at least one positive thought since she's been here at Shout Out Design. <laughs> I would like to point out that I am the glass half full of the entire team. So she is. I'll I'll thank you. I'll stand up for her. Did on, I say on one? You. I said at least one. Is that mm. inaccurate? It sounded a little negative though the way you it said did. it. Well, it's because I'm not glass half full. I'm glass half empty. See, my course, my glass John. is half empty. Well, if we're looking at this glass, yeah, I'm a little negative about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys, so any last thoughts about the kickoff meeting itself and what we kind of want from that and what you should expect from a kickoff meeting? I mean, I think it's important for the, the, the client, whether they're dealing with us or someone else, be completely honest with all the things that you want to happen. Mm -hmm. Again, whether it's today when the, or, or when the site launches live here in a couple of months or when it's two, two years from now. Like, I don't anticipate having an e-commerce where people, you know, like, let's use a, our, our bakery client. Mm -hmm. I don't anticipate a pandemic coming uh, to where I'm going to need e-commerce where there's going to be curbside pickup. But that might be something I want. I don't want it now, but I might want it in the future. And we might not do anything with that at all. Like, if, if Amy had come to me and said, I don't want e-commerce right now, but I want it in two years, I probably wouldn't have built her site any differently. Mm -hmm. But I do like to know that that's an option that's coming up. Mm -hmm. um, so... You know, have have an idea of what what you want your website to be now, what you want your website to evolve to, either two, five, ten years from now. So I think I think that's important, and just be completely honest from start to finish, because the the worst thing you can do is hide things from any any type of uh, website builder or mm -hmm. home constructor. Yeah. Like say, well, I want three bathrooms, and all of a sudden there's two bathrooms. Well, I need another toilet. Yeah. So sorry, you're gonna figure out where that toilet's gonna go. Like that's just that's and you just have to silly. reconfigure the whole house almost, like right. for yeah. plumbing and yeah. And that's kind of how a website works. Like it, it, depending on the functionality that you're asking for after the fact, we might have to reconfigure the whole thing. Yeah. Don't. I mean, for us, like, don't be afraid that you're gonna tell us a laundry list of things. 
that might come in the future. And we're going to say, cool, let's $30,000 more. Yeah. Like that's mm-hmm. not going to be a conversation that we are going to have with you. Right. That might be the conversation another another agency might have with yeah. you. But we we are not going to be like, okay, cool. The thing that you might want to do in two years, that's going to cost you $30,000 extra dollars now, whether you whether you end up doing it or not. Like I just like to know that because we we you know we have relationships relationships with our clients mm-hmm. like ongoing relationships. We don't yeah. just launch a website and give you a high five and say hey, see ya. Like mm-hmm. we we want to we want to know that this is where you want to evolve to, and we want to mm-hmm. help you think through that process as we evolve to it. And we want to, if we can, build the website to cater to that thought. That's also why I'm so glad that we build all of our websites on WordPress. Yeah. Um, because it, 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 you know, it can grow with you as your business grows and changes over the years. Um, and the way we build websites is ex- extremely sustainable as well. Um, so, yeah, you, you know, even if you come back to us three, four or five years on the road and you want something different, like we're, we're going to have a conversation with you. And if you've learned anything from this podcast, we're going to be upfront and honest with you on what you can expect. Um, so, like, rest easy in that. And then I would say the other thing for the kickoff meeting is come as prepared as, as possible. Um, you know, like what John was saying, I think the last one is, um, we want this process to be as easy for you as possible, but at the same time, like we're not mind readers. Mm -hmm. So if before this meeting, you need to have a meeting with the key players on your team, um, to answer a few questions or go through that client workbook that we were talking about, um, or look through other websites that you like, Um, If you can do that beforehand and then, you know, as a team, you're sort of like a united front with us or like you have a question about something that you all have already kind of like talked about and you may have like some differing opinions. And so you're ready to kind of present that to us. But what I find is the kickoff meetings that we have where the client has clearly not done any homework beforehand or not really prepared beforehand it ends up kind of being, um, like we've been saying, like a waste of, of their time, particularly because they're having these kind of internal conversations that like they don't need to be paying us to be there for. Um, so they could have had that meeting and then we could have had our kickoff meeting and we would be kind of where we need to be in the process. Mm-hmm. So take that time to invest in yourself, invest in your website, mm. take 30, 45 minutes before your kickoff meeting to just make sure that everybody on your team is on the same page. Yeah, do some Pilates. Think about what you want out of yeah. your out of your life goals. Have a self care meeting for your website. <laughs> oh self care meeting. <laughs> Those are my last thoughts. Are the, right. are, is the Bieber crew still behind us? Yeah, they're milling around back okay, there. They're, they're right. trying to be on camera, and little do they know this is this never. Ne- this on video camera. will never see the light of day. Yeah, no, and we will one hundred percent blur out anybody in the background. <laughs> Like they're just milling around, like oh, th- these people are famous, which is making me feel great. So not <laughs> yeah. even a little bit. Yeah, yeah, let me tell you, let me tell you the listening crew. It's, it's Clark, it's Jen, and it's some kind of bot. Those are the three people. Tim that listened yeah. to a uh, couple. Okay. He hey, had hey, Tim. How many episodes have you listened to of this show? Two. Two. All right. So all right. So thanks. I'm talking about the, the Bieber crew behind us is trying to be famous. It's Clark, Jen, and you. Those are the people that listen to our podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, and actually Dan from Shiftology clicked on the <gasps> link in the email. Shout out to you, Dan. Hey, Salat and MailChimp. <laughs> Dan Tolan, what's up, man? Hey. Representing Tiffin. Dan, if you have any feedback, let me know at our next meeting. <laughs> it's funny. Okay. So we've kind of covered the kickoff meeting. Um, I think something else that's really important to know is whether you're working with us or another website company, we want to make sure you are the best prepared for what you are about to get out of any company that you work with. So 
we want to help you in knowing like what questions you should be asking your website developer um, when you are at this stage. You Maybe before you've signed a proposal or after you've signed the proposal, you're kicking off this project. What should you be asking or what should you be making sure is taken care of when you're kicking this project off? Um, so number one, one of the most important questions is, okay, like we've signed this proposal, like now what? What, what happens if I want a change? What happens if I want um, updates down the road? Like how does this work? What's the process after the website is live? You're stuck. Our lawyers are going to be all up in your kitchen. Forever. We leave you. We don't respond to your emails. Our legal team. (laughs) I I almost named actually who our lawyer was, but I don't want to throw him. I don't want to throw him. What are you doing over there? There's a spider trying to drink my drink. Oh, he's Uh just a little buddy who needs a little bit. Ellen's one beer in and she's hallucinating insects. (laughs) That's just who I am as a person. (laughs) Anyway. So contracts. Yeah, our lawyers. So our lawyers get involved really heavily to make sure that like every period is dotted and all those things are really important. No, I mean, we are, I can't imagine a more flexible agency than we are. Um, but we also like really vet the people that we bring in as clients too. Yeah. Like we, we want our clients to feel comfortable with what they're deciding to do, whether it's a $5,000 project or a $30,000 project. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, we have a contract because it's silly to be a business owner and not have contracts on stuff. But mm-hmm. if you're asking me, have I ever bent on what's in exactly in the contract? The answer would be absolutely yes. Like every time. You know no, what I not, just not every time. <laughs> if, if, if I like you and, and you're bending it for a good reason, I will absolutely right. ignore yeah. clauses that are in our contract. But if uh, you're being a pain and unreasonable, we are going to stick to said contract. You as a business owner is exactly who you would have been if you were a teacher. Example? So you are, you would have been the chill, cool teacher until somebody goes too far. And then you would have been like laying down the law. Like, come on, you guys. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying to make this classroom fun. But like, you're taking advantage of it. So, like, now we have to have tests every Friday for that's a true. month. I was the, when I subbed, that's exactly who I was. I was the chill sub. Like, we're going to have fun here, guys, if you want to have fun. If you don't want to have fun, we're not going to have fun. Yeah. It's not going to be, you're going to have fun and I'm not going to have fun. It's going to be collective we're having fun or no or one's no having fun. Or no one is having fun. Yeah. So that, that's true. But and I mean, a lot I, of our clients do have a lot of fun. Like, yeah, by the yeah. time their website is going live, like, I got an email from a client that we sent her the final, um, the final version of her site and she was like, I am so excited. And like, I feel like part of that is because like she did her homework and she was prepared. And also because like we've created a process that's really fun and exciting to have like your website and like your name out Mm -hmm. there. So like we want to have fun if you're willing to have fun, like we're all having fun together. We don't treat our clients like, Hey, thanks for the check. Like, that's important because you guys all require payroll every. But like, what's the point in working week? forty hour plus weeks if you hate what you do? Right. Yeah. Same. Like, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to run an agency that I'm not a fond fond of. Right. Not yep. a fond of. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and that's done for that. Anywho. So, but you know, and I don't. I don't want a, a bunch of clients that are sending me, sending me checks every three months, just because they, they just because they're ha- they have to. Like, yeah. I I want them to continue to work with me, and we've had clients that have shown aptitude of saying, Hey, uh, I don't like how this situation is going, or I don't like how this process is going, or I don't fully understand this. I'm like, great. Then, I love that. Then like go same. find, find a company that, that, that vibes with you and go be with them. Or 
let me know so that we because maybe I didn't know something you didn't like what right. we were doing. We can change. Like totally open. I can, and maybe you're the second or third client small, that's mentioned that. So like, yeah, it might be kind of client wide that we can change something. Or yeah, even if it's like, hey. I don't like that, like, maybe I would like you to touch base with me, like, every other week instead of once a month. Like, okay, we can do that. Like, yeah. but I would never know that unless you said something. And I would rather, so, hot take, because I have actually had, <laughs> well, I've actually had people tell me, like, you know, if we have a client that isn't responding, maybe they're not responding to your emails, like, for approvals on things. Um, people say, like, well, they're paying you anyway. Like, but... For me, I'm like, well, I don't care. I know we're getting, like, I know they're paying us anyway. But if they're not responding to my emails or approving what needs to be approved to keep their process rolling, it frustrates me because I want the best for them. And if they aren't getting the most out of me that I know they can, I know they're they're not getting the most out of it for their business. And I don't love that. Like, it's not one of those things. I'm not okay with just, like, not doing the work, but they're paying me anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. You're I want gonna... your involvement. I want your input. I want to know that you are happy and we're doing everything we can for you. I want your digital presence to be you and your organization, yeah. not just regurgitating shouted out design. Right. When like if clients... we're doing it, our job really, really well, nobody should even know that we're doing your stuff. Right. Like, They'll it'll just think sound that like you. I'm your employee, like your in-house employee. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'll use View for an example. View Columbus downtown event space because Carl wouldn't mind us mentioning Beautiful it. space. Beautiful space. He he crushes it on digital marketing presence. Yep. Like if you search for wedding spaces in Columbus, like I don't know if exact that exact phrase ranks him number one, but he's always in the top three or five for generic wedding searches. Listen, I can attest to that because just the other day we have another client that has a, a venue not even in Ohio and I write content for them and I was doing searches just for some ideas. And I live in Springfield, and View was coming up, and every search mm-hmm. organically paid. And you know what? You know what kind of black hat magic we did for Carl? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. We did the right things. We created a bunch of content. We created his website the right way. And over time, he went from absolutely nothing, not to say that Carl's not nothing, and Liz. No both digital presence. They, <laughs> they started from scratch at this, this space that used to be a, uh, a, like, a, like a club. I won't go into, I won't go into details of what kind of club, but let's just say a club for it's adults. Not an event space. Not an event space. And it was an adult club. To adult club, to one of the spaces that people think about when they're talking about wedding spaces in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And we, like I said, we didn't do any magic. I don't do anything for him that I don't do for other clients. Mm-hmm. Like, I want him to be successful because that makes us look good. Yeah. But in re- reality, I don't need to look good. Like, I, I'm happy that Carl's happy and Liz yeah. are happy. Like, I'm happy that when I mention View Columbus to a, a random person that I meet in Columbus, like, oh yeah, I've been to a wedding there. Like, yeah. that makes me feel good because I mean... I'm doing a very small part of what they're doing because their space is gorgeous and they mm-hmm. do an excellent job of running it. So, like, I'm not part of that process. Yeah. Although we did, you know, we, they, both of them work for Young. So I want to say that we did teach them how to do customer service. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> mm, hair flip. I don't have enough hair to do a flip. But, but that, that's, that's what I want. I want my, I, my clients to succeed. That makes us look successful. It makes us feel good about ourselves. Like, I don't want to take the last $20,000 out of a client that's going to be, out of business in two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 that doesn't make me feel good. Yeah, no, like I'm not going to send them their money back, but I'm not, I'm also not, <laughs> I'm also, I'm, I'm also not going to be like, Oh great. I'm glad that we spent the last of their money. Yeah. Like we've had a couple of clients that have gone out of business for one reason or another, especially during the pandemic. Um, or they sell their business to someone else. And a couple of those businesses have gone on with us and a couple of them gone without us. But like that, 
that doesn't make me feel great, but it, it is what it is. Like businesses evolve. People get out of businesses for one reason or another, but I like being a very small part, a very uh, you know, silent partner almost of our client's success. I thought you were going to uh, say minuscule. I could have. Hey, I wish you would have. I would say like one minuscule. Obviously the last two years have been like really difficult, but, um, what, what happened? Yeah. Um, there was like this thing. Hmm. A couple of people got sick. Mm, couple. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, they should just all. inject bleach into their skin. That would oh help my them. Gosh. <laughs> oh, sorry. We don't get political. Sorry. Politics. <laughs> Might be. Uh, no. Um, I would say like <laughs> a on, tiny silver line, silver lining looking back <laughs> on the last two years is the way that we were able to support our clients um, because many of them needed to be able to communicate with their customers quickly through their website, through email, through social media, whatever it was, and they could rely on us to do that. Mm -hmm. Since we are blessed to have a, a company that works remotely, like we didn't have to stop our work at any minute. So anytime that a client needed something, when our one bakery client needed to completely move her process to online orders, like we were able to do that for our clients. And I kind of going back to what Ellie and I said a few podcast episodes ago, like I'm just, I'm really thankful to work for a company that actually like makes an impact on our businesses mm -hmm. that we work for. And then the customers that they serve, um, because especially over the last two years, digital communications were the most important that they've ever been. Um, and we were able to serve our clients that way. And that was Really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Like for that, spe that specific client, I, I wanted to, we were, we were one of the lucky, you know, not few, but one of the lucky companies that were able to get some PPP dollars. Mm -hmm. And so like, I wanted to make sure a, I kept my staff intact because I like, I like all you guys. We were really thankful for that. <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know how it was going to play out. So I went ahead and applied for it. I got some money and I took that money and said, I'm not just going to sit on this money and put it in my savings account. I'm going to put it to work. So like we build an e-commerce site for that client and mm -hmm. she went from $25 in sales to 10,000% times that mm -hmm. in sales because she pivoted her company to be e-commerce curbside pickup. So like we did that for nothing, even though she insisted on paying me something and she did, she did pay me something because I, she insisted enough to, I'm like, all right, send me something. But what the, uh, what the amount was did not equate to the amount of business that we created. But you would have done it a million times over. I would have done it a million times over and I would have done it for all hundred of our clients at the time. So yeah. It's, that's what's, and to me, that's what's important. Like, it's not just keeping my mortgage and my car payment afloat. It's keeping your guys' car payments and house payments afloat, and part, mm. part, future house payments, future house payments. One day. <laughs> and then, you know, keeping your families up and going, you know, Rachel and, and the rest of our crew. Um, you know, and then our same thing, same thing for our clients. Like, mm -hmm. if our clients' small businesses are succeeding, their families are succeeding, their employees are succeeding, and their communities are succeeding. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's far more important. I just, I just need to make enough money to keep the lights on, and the rest of it is all kind of just goodwill. I hope. Amen. 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 Look at me. I'm just, I'm Agreed. just the Mother Teresa of website design. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, to to rein this all in, um, to talk about just like you know when we're when we're making your websites live. That's something that's really important to keep in mind. Like this isn't, we aren't ever, we're not a company that's just like, okay, it's live. Forget Forget that we exist. You can come to us. Like if your business is evolving, if you need something new, if you need a change, if you need a paragraph changed, if somebody, you know, leaves and you have a new staff member there, whatever it is, you know, we are there to kind of help you make those um, changes and evolve with you while your business evolves. 
Um, and that's something really important, again, if you're not working with us specifically, to just know who is it that you're working with. So mm -hmm. know who you should be reaching out to if they're able. And I think this is an important note before you even sign the proposal. Like, what does that even entail? Like, after my website goes live, is there a process of, like, what if I need something changed? Would you like what to know I... the process? Yeah. <laughs> Ellen will tell us the, the process. Um, either John or I will email you and let you know, hey, your website's live, congrats. And then the next email will be, okay, let's get a time on the calendar for anybody on your team that wants to be trained on any different functionality of the site. So like mm -hmm. we have some clients that they want to be able to add their own blogs or they want to know how to update text or images on their own. We have other clients that they would prefer to never touch the back end of their site. And that is completely fine. No matter which one you are, um, you're still going to have a hosting and maintenance fee no matter what, because even when we train clients on their websites, sometimes they don't end up needing to get into their site until, you know, weeks, months later. Um, so we always want to make sure that we are available to you. If you have a question about your training or if you need retraining, then we're available to you. Um, and that's kind of like what happens afterwards. And then if you do need um, something changed on your website, you'll be able to email us at support at shoutedoutdesign.com. Um, if any of our clients are listening to that, that's the email. Yeah. You but if you're use. not a client, don't email. Yeah. That. Don't email us no. that. Um, and, but what I love about that process is when you send an email to that email address, it goes to a shared inbox between our team. And it also creates a task for me and Ellie within our project management system. So it makes sure that, um, Ellie and I both get notified by, hey, you have a new assignment, but also there's a record of it within our project management system so that anybody who's in there can see, oh, there's a new request. So no matter who's working, who's out of the office, who's in the office, who's on the support team that week, we make sure that an actual human being sees that request come in as soon as possible. Or if John's lurking. John is always working. Oh, that's right. That's right, ladies. I want you to know that. That's why I do that. We do know that. It's okay because there's a difference between micromanaging and lurking, and I'll take lurking all day. Same. He just lurks and replies to emails. But I mean, luckily we just see them, and I'm like, okay, John's got that. The reality is I do it like once or twice a week, but I want you to think that I'm doing it all the time. I feel like you're doing it all the time. You have the activity feed open. I do it on another screen. Yeah, yeah. which well, that's, is that's, unhealthy. That's why I have a forty-nine inch screen, so I can have multiple things going. Is it? Oh, that is not healthy. He's a lurker, and he needs to stop. <laughs> Sorry, that's what grinds my gears this week. Being a lurker, John lurking. Well, John, you're not gonna like my Reddit history. That's oh, all no. I do. Oh my god! I don't comment. I don't like. I you just, just lurk. lurk. Just lurk. I'm just. I'm just the guy in the corner going, "What's going on over there?" Well, that's how I am on social media. I never post like to my personal social medias. Like I never post. I never do anything. But I be there lurking. Same. Like yeah. I'm watching you. I posted today actually because my friends got mad at me last weekend because they were like, "We don't know what's going on in your hey, life." Also, I post. saw you post, and I don't think I liked it on accident because I, I I can recall that I didn't sure. like it. Um, but does an in-person like count as a social media like? Yes, I don't like, think it does. No, it does. Yeah, I'll go back. I always do. I always go back because only Clark it. and Jen um, and Tim are going to know about this like. It's but true. I saw that and I was like, Ellen's not in Pittsburgh this week. She's coming no, I'm here. right here. I know. I was like, she's on her way here, right? Like, I it's thought true. she was in Pittsburgh last no, week. No, that happened last weekend. Yeah, so I'm just okay. a late poster. Listen, same. I'm like. I'm also like the so late poster that's like, oh, I love this picture from a year ago. Is it too late to post it? <laughs> no, we basically took the whole weekend and just like took pictures in advance for like all the birthday pictures mm -hmm. and all that like friend anniversary pictures. We're good to go for the next year. So. Love that for you. For the Thank first you. three years of Scarlet, I did literally a picture a day because I like wow. taking pictures. And then my photographer, Annette, the, yes. she does, she, every time I see her, she's like, are you still doing the picture for a day? I'm like, 
No, 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 no. That was three straight years of that. That's enough. That's enough. Like, no more. Do I take pictures several times a week? Yes. Do I have a picture of in her dance outfit for this weekend? Absolutely. Oh. And you're going to love it. But do I need to post it online? No. No. There's someone else in my house that also posts pictures a lot. So I just let her do it. She does. Yeah. <laughs> any hoodle. Shout outs to Kelly. All right. So um, <laughs> any hoodle, any as hoodles. Alan would say. Um, so... You know, we're always available. We have that support line if you ever need any changes. Now, I one note before we kind of move on. If you're submitting a lot of changes, if, if we kind of notice you're submitting a lot of changes or it's getting to where you're wanting to change the functionality of your site or the look of your site and you just, it seems like you're not unhappy with a lot of the pages that you have on your site, that might be a more in-depth conversation where it's like it's been a few years. Maybe we need to look at like completely redesigning your website. So after it's gone live and, you know, after a few years, you're like, hey, this just isn't who we are anymore. Maybe we need to have a conversation about updating your site. If you want a new design, if you need new functionality, that's going to be we'll kind of start that process over. Um, so that's something that we'll kind of be aware of. And we'll talk to you like, hey, it might be time to kind of add this in or, or talk about redesigning your site. Um, but that's never something that's just going to be sprung on you. Um, but we also are only doing that because we're noticing that you are evolving as a business mm -hmm. and we want to do everything we can do to help you. So then um, that's, that's when we would kind of have that conversation about maybe it's time for a redesign. And mm -hmm. that's what really attracted me to WordPress is that you're able to restructure a website without completely redesigning it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, because your, your business messaging evolves, you know, our, our messaging has evolved quite a bit in the last three years. Mm -hmm. Young's has even evolved. You know, it's, it's a business for 80 years, business-wise, you know, farm-wise for longer than that. But, you know, our, our messaging evolves all the time. So, like, every small business, their, their thought process, the exact people who they're talking to, the way they want to talk to their people, that evolves all the time. And so you need to make sure you're looking at your website and other digital media to make sure that that matches. Are, are, are laptops getting hot? Yeah, it's real hot. We're really distracted by it, so I turned I'm just like off. nervous. Ooh, it is that hot. It's like oh, hot. I know that's it's why really I keep hot. I keep like shading my like keyboard. I know what grinds my gears. I don't need to look my notes. Okay, <sighs> yeah, and that's what's next. So right, fin finish fine. your thought, John. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Thought. Yeah, you're cut stuff. off. Stuff. Okay, done. Websites are great. Websites get a website from Shout It Out Design. We're wonderful. We're the only shop in town. We no, are. but like especially with the redesign, um, keep in mind that like say your brand goes through like a complete like business shift. Like we're about to have one of those meetings with a longstanding client a couple weeks from now, and like their entire business model has kind of like pivoted at least to what they have um, indicated in their emails. So we're gonna we're going to treat that meeting like a brand new discovery meeting. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that the process is going to be like a brand new website, but like keep in mind, like we're going to ask you some of those new questions because like going back to what we've been saying this whole time, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. Um, so we're going to at least ask the questions and if it's redundant, that's okay. But if something new comes out of it, then like it's worth the redundancies. Right. So yeah, it's good. And to me, it's good having a team that thinks like a marketing agency being able to build websites. Yeah. Cause a lot of, a lot of website people that we've talked to in the past via, you know, clients doing this kind of sub project that they hired another website design agency, like even in a call yesterday, like that person that we were speaking with was a website designer, mm -hmm. had zero concept of. They were doing a great job. They just. The, yeah. Their, their user experience was completely oblivious. They're they were just looking at the marketing and, and they weren't even like, the, well, the, they were saying that their defense was that the client wasn't giving them feedback on these specific things. Like, well, you might not be asking the right questions because when you brought up yes. the, you brought up a different solution, 
our client was like, oh yeah, that's far better. So either yeah. like you got to read the room and say, man, our clients aren't really adept to answering like, this is what's a great user experience question or do it, do it yourself. So I like that we come from two different perspectives. Like I come from a very basic logical website design versus a very complex and everything's moving and there's things flying in and, you know, exciting things. Like I had a logistics client really early on that he insisted on having, uh, this is a, this is a Dayton thing. So you guys will both get it. The Dyer Garfield and Manon Schultz mm-hmm. commercials uh, with yeah. the tiger, yeah, yeah, where yeah, the yeah. tiger jumps out. Yes. I had a logistics client, uh, and not thankfully not a client for very long. He said, uh, I need to have that on my mm-hmm. website. And I was wow. like, so you need to have a, you need to have a tiger like jumping out on your website. And he said, no, 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 not a tiger. Like he looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, uh-huh. no, 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 not a tiger. But like his, this is his concept. I'm happy to throw him under the, under the truck as it were, because it, it was idiotic. But he said, I want to have a guy standing with a pile of money uh, in the middle of the street and a semi truck to hit him. And the money goes flying everywhere. How? What? Right. As a logistics company. And I said, I, and I, this was like, that's horrible. This was client number, I think this would, I think this was client number like four, maybe wow. five. It was early on. And I still had the wherewithal to call that nuts. I was like, yeah. I don't get what that's saying to anyone. Yeah. That's horrifying. I would never stay on a website. And so I basically said no, <laughs> no. And he eventually fired me because I said no to that. And he hired someone that did not that, but something worse than what I was doing, oh, which wow. is, which is great. It was great. It was a lesson learned. I think I've told you the guys that when I went to Ocean Prime because we got a big website at the time. Have I told you guys that I love story? Ocean Prime. I, it was, but this was a uh, this is a eight hundred dollar website that I went out to. We went I over, love that story. Though. We went over to Easton because I accelerated my eight hundred dollar website, and I got uh, paid for half. Our of it. websites don't cost eight hundred dollars nope. now. In case anybody's listening, no. Uh, so it, fun no. fact. So like he has employees now. <laughs> I have a payroll. It really sucks. Which, by the way, our biweekly payroll is the same as Young's daily payroll. So, like, anytime I try to, like, man, I had to sit my payroll today. And, Oof. Yeah, and Dan's like, yeah, that was today. I'm like, oh, all right, never mind. I just, that's I don't feel funny. bad about it. But anyway, that that's the, that's the, what I'm talking about is, like, we can give you realistic expectations of, I know you have this idea in your head of this is what makes a great website, but that's not going to make a great website. Like, you're going to be really excited about it, but none of your clients are. And we're going to waste a lot of time and resources making something that, has no bearing on whether you get that sale or don't get that sale. So I, I like that we come from a uh, logical perspective and also a marketing perspective. And my last thought on that before I get to what grinds my gears is like, know that like whether we agree or disagree with you on the situation, it's because we're going to bat for you. So yeah. going back to that meeting you were talking about yesterday, we were able to go to bat for our client when they didn't feel like they were being heard in the room. Um, and the ability to do that and, and show up for them um, and solidify our re- our uh, business relationship with them by actually listening to them and understanding where they're coming from is invaluable in my mind because we've told that same client this is not a good idea yeah but they they appreciate and respect that because they know that at the end of the day we have their back mm-hmm. yeah she even sent us an email that this morning that says I appreciate you guys having my back on that because she went yeah. way off reservation and called this website designer like this is this is bad and and we were like Yep. <laughs> we, we both stuck up for it and said, yeah, you know, we didn't say like those words because it wasn't our, that situation wasn't our project. So I, and I also, another website designer, I like, I felt bad that she was getting thrown under the bus by yeah. four people simultaneously. That was a good learning experience. I think so. But you know, that, that client appreciated us following her, following her lead and saying, this is why we think 
she's right. And this is why we think it could be better. And at the end of the call, it was 3000%. I don't think it's a percent, but it was a lot better than it was when we started. Like it, it actually looked a lot better. I, I still don't love it, but <laughs> I like it. And it, when it was shown to us originally, I'm like, this is really, really I think bad. That's what grinds our gears. That's what grinds my gears is when our clients call other <laughs> website design companies and it sucks. Oh my yeah. gosh! But it was it, it worked out. Yeah, that, that that specific project is something that it's not it's not the kind of design functionality that we do. So I understand why they brought someone else in. I'm just putting away my laptop. Okay. While yeah. I'm doing listen. This. Also, I'm sweating because. John made me put a parka on before we came here. And I have a short what grinds my gears. um, It's time to move on. (laughs) So here's what grinds my gears. We already kind of talked about it. What grinds my gears is when Ellie said I was right 20 minutes ago, and now I'm wrong. Do you guys want to know something interesting? I do. Yes. I forgot that it was my week for what grinds my gears. But you have something anyway. (laughs) So I came up with this halfway through our episode. Okay. I do that almost every time as my wife. Yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah. Every time. I have 30 things that I'm really upset with. I spent so much time thinking about it before because I don't. I did the first two times, it's and then after that, out. I forget. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of like, you know, Winston from New Girl with yeah. the pranks. Yeah. It's either too much or too little. Yeah. I think that's what happens when I, like, share something that I have, I, like, I'm a, a negative I'm opinion a about. I'm, like, the low. Hey, stop, I just, let's I, stop doing I references that I'm not aware of. It makes me feel well, really. do your research. I'm yeah, not watch, watching New Girl. Yeah. So, anyway, I mean, I'm in the middle of Varsity. You're done. I'm in the middle of a Varsity Blues rewatch. So. Like the movie? No, the show. It is my or not, week, Friday, Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I was like, Blues. that's not a show. I was like, no, not, Varsity Blues is Not a, Vanderbeek. Okay, stop. I don't Everyone, want your life. Varsity <laughs> Blues is the best. to listen to our podcast. No, Varsity <laughs> I don't Blues care. is the best movie ever made. Okay, go Friday Night Lights okay. is the best movie ever so made. So anyway, Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues. Mm. No, no. Okay. It's one of my I'm favorites throw to watch. A tantrum. Don't, don't throw a tantrum. As we're the youngest here. at the table, I'm going to stop my foot. Weird. I'm going to share what grinds my gears. I don't mean the best movie ever made. I mean, it's one of my favorites, though. Okay, go, Ellen. All right. Hyperbole Your time. is what Ellen was saying. Okay. Drinks my water. Okay. Okay, so anyway, whenever it's my grinds my gears, um, I always get stressed that it's either going to be like too little of a thing that grinds my gears or, or way too much too that I shouldn't share on a podcast. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I feel like this one's kind of neutral. Um, what grinds my gears is when the contact from the client changes constantly mm. throughout the website design and development process. Whenever that happens, um, like we're pretty strict at the beginning of a project that like we need one person that we're going to be talking to from your from your team. And then either, um, you know, if that person leaves, that's not their fault. Right. Like um, obviously there are. Yeah. Some but like if they just like push it off to somebody else or if they're like, you know, not very good at their job or like not very good at like whatever, like building a website and then you have to build it, bring in a whole bunch of other people or bring in a completely different person and then it like switches halfway through and then we have to change the entire concept, change all the content. Like it just, it just grinds my gears because I, I think it's really important that you own whatever work it is that you're doing and like you show up and you do the work. Like if you say, yes, I can do this and this is going to be my project, then like you need to be able to do it. And if you're not the right person for it, then like own that and be like, I'm not the right person for this project. Either I need support or I need to hand this off to somebody else. Right. So like, you know, not to like toot our own horns, but like we all can, we all understand what each of us do within the Shadow Out Design team, but like we ultimately know like where our lanes are at when it comes to like our day-to-day job. Yeah. So like, I'm not going to try and do something that I know that Ellie is an expert in, or I'm not going to try to do something that I know John's an expert in, unless one of you two are willing to train me in that and like vice versa. So 
I think that's what guides, grinds my gears is when like I start the project talking to one person and then by the time the website goes live seven years later, I've talked to like 12 different people. And I think the most important thing with that is just realizing like how big of a project this actually is. Mm-hmm. So like don't just think like, oh, this is something we can just do and pass off to our website team. Like in a sense, obviously, yeah, we're the ones that are building it and working on it. But like we need somebody that is going to be responsive and and communicative and like that we're able to reach out to and also that we're able to get information from when we need it so yes i understand like maybe it's not like the ceo we're working with but like that person needs to have a good understanding of what it is that this website needs to look at without having to sit down and have a meeting with 10 other people before they respond to an email from us so just keep in mind i guess that this is a bigger process it's not just something that can be shoved off to the side um and be prepared for that yeah, we're not just making a brochure yeah. For, yeah. Your, for your company. So, like, you know, take some time on your side. Put, give us a responsible person that's going to be here over the next couple of months right. to get mm-hmm. it done. Yeah. And a lot of our clients are smaller, so there's a turnover in smaller smaller companies. Yeah. Thankfully, there's not a lot of turnover in ours. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I, mm-hmm. Eye contact with both of you. We have a pact. I'm not going so anywhere. I'm, good. I'm happy. I know. There's, a, there's, like a, there's like a three-way pact between you and Rachel and then also you and Ellie. And so I, I like that. That. <laughs> That, I told John earlier, if you leave, I'm gone too. Yeah, either either you're all here for the duration, or if one of you leaves, the whole thing's getting shut down. Yeah, it's gone. We're done. It's not happening. Which I'm really good either way. Like, I, I'd like it to continue. You are. Now, are you yes. really? No, he already no, told me. Yeah, no. he told me I'm good. We're getting off on a tangent. This is a tangent. <laughs> this, this is not, doesn't need to be on the podcast tangent. No, but I agree. So, like, it, it it is helpful working with one person, and we try to do that as much as we can. But uh, when we start getting into those, like, kind of medium companies, it's difficult to say, this is the one person that we're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the people that we work with are, you know, younger, they're transitional in business. It, you know, we've had a couple that, you know, get pregnant along the process and like all of a sudden they're gone. We're like, that's well, nobody's fault. that's no one's fault. I mean, it's someone's fault. I mean, it, they knowingly, <laughs> knowingly walked into that. <laughs> but we're not going to be upset with you. But no, I'm not going to hold it against you. because Life you got, happens. Life happens. Yeah. That's what Jurassic yeah, Park has taught us all. Life happens is Life different. Life finds a way. Yeah, it's different than like, then you just didn't have that expectation or like, yeah. Going back to John's earlier analogy of like, if you're having a building built and then all of a sudden you want a new room, like not saying that your website is going to be as expensive as like building an office, but like it is going to be for a lot of people, like your digital presence, your digital storefront where people walk through the front door of the internet to learn more about your business. So like, I don't take that seriously. It's kind of a big deal. Like, I, I know a lot of people in, um, like the, the C-level are like, well, who needs a website? Like we've got our sales team and we've got blah, blah, blah. Nobody like, wants to talk to a sales team anymore. No. They don't even want to talk to us to no. build their website. So like <laughs> think of a website as your sales team. How much would you invest in your sales team? We're asking for... A, exactly. We're asking for probably about 20% of what you would pay a salesperson I, hey, for if I might, one year. A minuscule amount. A minuscule amount. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you know, we're Go. paying we're paying for maybe 20% of what a, a salesperson would cost for one year. And this is a thing that would last... Can you open that any louder? It was right in the microphone, I know. No, also, kidding. it's time to go. It's time to it's time to wrap up anyway. We need pasta. That's the problem. I'm hot. Yeah. It is really toasty. You should have wore shorts. Why didn't you wear shorts today? It's so I'm sunny. Kill you. Right. Ohio, it's you know a thirty degree span in one. I day. mean, really, it is like it's it's it was uh it's seventy now. It felt like forty five when you got to my house. It did. Okay, we're done with the serious conversation though. So like, okay. this is the end of the Peace. podcast. Cut okay. it here, John. Pasta time. Hey, thanks for listening to Opier's a marketing. What is it? Opier's. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm I'm leaving that in. That's staying in. <laughs>
That's my favorite thing of this entire episode. Oh, here's a little marketing for you. I got it. I got there. Oof. Um, that's what my oof. friend said. Oof. Here's oof. a little marketing. For you. Which is that's what it actually is today. Oof. Here's oof. A little, we're a little drunk for you. For you. Yeah. We oof. should never We've do this at a brewery, a brewery again. Ever Next again. time, a winery. Yes. Thanks for listening to Oh, Here's a Little Marketing for You, a podcast written and produced by Shouted Out Design. Our theme song is Kill the Sun by the Cincinnati-based band Motherfolk. Tune in weekly for new episodes.